Greetings, beautiful ones. Dr. Fran here with another podcast. How you guys doing? Good? Good. All right. So first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. The downloads are going up, up, up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tell somebody about this podcast. Let them know what's going on over here. All kinds of good stuff is always happening over here. And I want to give a shout out to our sponsor this week, the Woo Woo Girl Collection. The Woo Woo Girl Collection is a collection of spiritual products and tools that helps you to elevate and evolve your spiritual life. They have everything from crystals to magical candles, custom oils, jewelry, sprays, all things to heighten your spiritual vibration. Make sure you go check them out at the Woo Woo Girl Collection. I will leave the link in the description bar. Okay, so today I want to talk about something that has been in my spirit for maybe a month or so. And a lot of my clients have been coming with me, coming to me with all this talk, you know, that that we're in this recession and things are happening with our money and blah, 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 blah. And so you guys know that I feel that part of my purpose, and if you don't know, you're going to find out today. Part of my purpose on this planet is to raise the prosperity consciousness, to help people understand that there is prosperity and abundance in the universe for us to tap into, but we have to know how to do that. It's just like anything else that we tap into spiritually. There's abundance and there's prosperity available to us. And I've always felt like part of my purpose was to help people learn that, especially women, right? Because it seems like sometimes we don't always get the memo. I know I didn't always get the memo, especially when I was growing up and I was going to um, different churches and I wasn't learning anything about prosperity. Um, When I first found out about God and prosperity, which will be a whole nother podcast, I was just like, what? (laughs) Like, God doesn't care if I have money. Like, you know, when you are kind of in that realm of uh, really religious thinking, you have these epiphanies about God and you're just like, no, no way. That's no way that's true. Well, I was that girl. And so I started digging to find out more about the spiritual prosperity, the energy of money, and how God blessed his people. Now, for me, I had to really coincide it with God because, again, growing up very religious, I mean, like extremely religious, was very hard for me to understand that God wanted me to have money. Like, that was like a very, very foreign concept for me. I had no idea. I had absolutely positively no idea that that I had I had no idea. I have to keep saying that because I feel like that's really important, but I had no idea that God was okay with me having money and having more money than I could spend. So, that leads me into this podcast and the topic of this podcast is healer heal thyself. Now, I also feel that another one of my purposes on the planet, because you know you can have as many as 
you allow yourself to have. It, it, God will lay them all out for you. The universe will lay them all out for you. And it's up for you. It's up to you to pick what you want to do and how you're going to do it. So I feel like another one of my purposes is to help healers to heal. So I call myself the, the healer's healer because a lot of healers mindset is poor. A lot of healers operate in a lack mindset. And I know that some of you probably be like, oh, Dr. Fran, how can you say that? I'm going to tell you how I can say that. I was one of those healers. I was one of those healers that felt like I needed to give my gifts away for free. I was one of those healers that felt like I just need to heal in church and do this for nothing. And I was one of those healers that were very, I had a lot of guilt around charging for my gifts. I had a lot of guilt and it took a long time to work around that guilt because of where I was coming from. So depending on where you come from in life, like for real, depending on what you've learned in your spiritual or religious upbringing, you probably were taught like me that, you know, money is the root of all evil. You shouldn't have a lot of money. And if God blesses you with this gift of discernment or healing or whatever it is that you feel God has, has, has blessed you with, that is a spiritual gift that you should just give it away. Right? Oh my goodness. Let's dive into this because this is juicy. I have a lot of clients who are healers and uh, who will tell you because they feel like this is what I should say, that I am doing this for the collective. I'm doing this for the glory. I am doing this and I know that my reward will come later. I've heard that. A million times. And listen to me when I tell you, if that is your belief, that is great. But I want us to be realistic and I want us to know and understand that nobody works for free. Like nobody works for free. If you choose to do something for free, that should be your choice. No one should guilt you into that and you should not feel obligated to do anything for free that is your job, right? People don't go build cars for free. Pilots don't uh, fly planes for free, free. Teachers don't teach for free. People even on TV doing whatever they do, they're not doing it for free. So I don't understand now. Like, like it took me a long time, I'm telling y'all. I don't understand now why people feel like it's okay to have this spiritual gift and we honor you for this gift and we're so thankful for this gift, but I don't want to pay you for it. So what has happened, I have seen it in my own practice. I've seen it with the healers that I mentor, the people that are spiritual practitioners that I mentor. They are coming from a place of, I am guilted out of my services most of the time. So I just charge the bare minimum. I cannot pay my bills. Sometimes I've had to even close my office space 
because I can't even pay my rent because I'm not charging enough. Now, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something, and I want you to hear this. And yes, this is about my healers and my spiritual practitioners, but you can apply this to any entrepreneurial woman, any business owner. You cannot undercut your services. You cannot charge less than you know that you're worth because you're going to end up resenting doing the job. If I go and work for two hours and I say, oh, just give me $100, when I know that my two hours is worth seven, dollars $800,000, I've worked, I'm exhausted, I'm tired. I come home with this $100 and I say to myself, what are we doing? Why are we even doing this? It even makes you second guess your calling, right? No matter what that calling is, okay? Because if you are giving yourself away, you're not valuing yourself, your gift, and your service. So let's talk about that. I remember a long time ago when I used to barter for my services when I first started. I wanted to get in front of people so much and so I wanted to be in front of people so, so much. And I wanted to get my business going. Um, I just kind of gave myself away, right? Uh, people would, <laughs> people would bargain with me for lots of different stuff, stuff I didn't even need sometimes. But you know what? I did it anyway because I was like, okay, so this is getting me exposure. And I would come home and I would feel like I would feel so bad, right? And then I'd have to deal with this whole week of why did I do that? Why did I do that? Like, why would I do that for $100? I'm so tired. I gave so much information. I gave this. I gave follow-up. I did so much stuff and I didn't get paid for it, right? I felt bad and then I felt like I was not honoring the gift that God gave me because I was giving it away for free. That was my standpoint. Now, me coming from a God-centered upbringing, is, that's my standpoint. Some people who are listening to this may not have come from that upbringing, but just have a lack mindset mentality. You will never, ever be prosperous if you are bartering your business. And I'm going to tell you why. There is a thing called the energy of money, right? The energy of money refers to an energetic vibration or frequency associated with the concept of the exchange of money, right? While money itself is a physical representation of the value, it also carries a symbolic and energetic meaning. Did you hear what I said? It is a physical representation of the dollars, but it also carries a vibration. So when you exchange money, it represents the exchange of energy and resources between two people, right? If I do something for you and you give me a product or you give me a service, there's no energetic exchange. Even if it is a spiritual exchange, there's no energetic 
exchange. Therefore, you're dishonoring not only the energy of money, but you're dishonoring your value in being prosperous. Now, there's nothing wrong with giving away your time, talents, and treasures when you want to do that. But when you are providing a service for someone, you've got to be paid for that service. Money equates to abundance, right? Money is associated with abundance and prosperity. It embodies the the idea of having enough resources to meet your needs and fulfill desires and also help other people. It helps you to live comfortably and have a secure life. The energy of money can attract opportunities and experiences that align with that abundance. If you have no money, not only are you not helping yourself, you cannot help anyone else. Grasping a hold of this takes a mindset shift. Understanding this principle takes a mindset shift, right? Meaning you have to get from that place of, well, I'm doing this because this was given to me. Why should I charge for it? I can tell you all the reasons you would be giving yourself away because I did it. But I can also tell you that my business did not grow and prosper until I stopped doing it. I never hit a six-figure month until I stopped giving myself away. Less long, a five-figure month. Once I started honoring the gifts that I had and honoring who I was, as a person, but not only as a person, as a spiritual conduit in this world, operating in a frequency of integrity, giving, showing up, doing what I said I was going to do when I did it. And then if something came up, allowing you to know, letting you know why I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I did all of those things because I felt like I am running a business here. Although I'm operating in my gift, I am still running a business. And did I make mistakes when I started my business? Absolutely. Do I still make mistakes today? I do. However, this is still my business and I honor it as such. As a spiritual practitioner, a conduit for spirit, a healer, you deserve financial sustainability, right? I've talked about wealth sustainability before. Lots of times over on YouTube, I have so many great teachings on the on the YouTube channel. You guys should check it out if you haven't already. But you deserve financial sustainability. And what that means is, is that for you to continue to serve others and dedicate yourself to this spiritual practice, you've got to be provided for. I remember when I wrote my covenant and my prosperity contract with God, I remember saying, these are the things that I will do in this world. I will do this, 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 and this. And this is what I need from you. Now, I had no idea I could even write a prosperity contract or a covenant. I was taught that, right? And I thought, oh, that sounds like it's kind of bargaining with God. 
it's not bargaining with God. Again, I'm God-centered, right? So I later found out it's not bargaining with God. It's basically saying, God, this is what I am willing to do in this world. And this is what I need to do it. It's basically saying, I know that you are responsible for my wealth, my abundance, my prosperity. I know it all comes from you. So here's what I would love to do in this world. And this is what I need from you so that I can do this effectively. And I do that about every year because, of course, it changes, right? When you get to a certain number in your head that you think, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe this is really happening. Then you 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 step out on faith and you ask for a bigger number, right? That's kind of what was happening in my life. It, it, it started very low because that's all I could believe for. That was all I could believe for. But now it's it's it's. It's big and sometimes it scares me. However, I know that I I am willing to do the work around obtaining my goal. And I'm also open for the guidance of the spirit to, to, to bring it to me. It's really interesting how when you lean into the universe and you trust that move, it begins to open up for you in ways like you just have no idea. Like I was looking through... Um, my time hop today, you know, the thing that gives you all the pictures. And I had received a $60,000 check in the mail. And I talked about this on YouTube, so I'm not really going to go all into that. But I had received a $60,000 check in the mail from someone who said they wanted to sew into my business. Now, that was the first $60,000 check I had received from anybody in my entire life, ever, like ever. Ever, ever. I remember back in the days when I was working in corporate, I wasn't even making $60,000. Okay. And it made me think about exactly where I was at that moment that I was receiving all of these checks in the mail. My vibration was high. I was aligned with my purpose and I was aligned in my business and I was moving through this life as if things were already happening because those were the promises that I was holding on to. I was holding on to that the universe is going to provide for me. Everything is taking care of me. My life should be getting better and better every single day because my life is just getting better and it should. And I deserve that. And that's happening to me. And money is coming to me from everywhere. I have so much money. I have money to operate and do what I need to do in this world. I just kept going on and on and on. And my vibration was the vibration and energy of money. I was around people who had tons of money. I was always in and out of town. I was jetting somewhere. I had a client here, client there. I was in a totally different energetic vibration that I had ever been in. And I was honoring my business. I was speaking life into my business. And I remember even being able to tell people what my business was without squinting or thinking they were going to think I was weird. I didn't even care because I was in the energetic vibration of abundance and service, right? It, you can't beat it. So I needed stability. I wanted sustainability. And I needed to charge for my services. And I needed to be able to cover expenses, invest in the growth of my business, and maintain a luxury, lavish lifestyle. I didn't want just an ordinary, everyday lifestyle. If you do, that's great. I am not judging. So don't judge mine, right? 
I wanted a luxury. I want, not want it. I want, desire, and tend to have a luxury, lavish lifestyle. I intend for my life to show you what is possible when you shift the mindset and you trust and believe in the universal movement in your life, right? And it happened. The misconception that spirituality and money are incompatible is really BS, right? Now, I feel that so much in my, I feel that so much in my spirit because people will tell you, you cannot be spiritual and rich, right? I have a course called Spiritual and Rich that I'm completing for uh, spiritual healers. In that course, I talk about, it's just like nine short videos, right? With, with homework, right? I talk about how I move through all of the misconceptions of you can't be spiritual and have money. You can't, you can't be trusting and knowing God and have money. You're a bad person if you have money. Um, you, you can't really operate in spirit if you have money because it, it, it comes from the ego. All these things, all these myths that people want you to believe because they benefit from you not understanding your value, right? Takers will take, givers will give. There are so many people in and out of business that benefit from you not knowing your value. You have got to know your value. I've been in so many spaces where I played small and humbly talked myself out of a whole bunch of things because I'm so humble, right? Or I feel like I have to be humble. I, God's working through me. I have to be humble. You can never be so humble that you disappear in this life. You can never be so humble that you allow people to use you and take advantage of you. And that is what people will do when they know you don't value yourself. When you are operating in a gift of spirit, you are a vessel. Plain and simple, you are the vessel. The vessel deserves to have financial stability, things that enhances your ability to serve. You have to have it. And there is nothing wrong with wanting it. When there is an equal energy exchange, right? When you, when you exchange your, your energy, and the client reciprocates by paying you. That is an energetic exchange. No one is shorted. If you work on your client and exchange the energy and you get nothing, you're the one that's shorted. Just remember that. Also, I, I, I just have to tell you that as, as spiritual practitioners, a lot of us suffer with self-worth, right? We're teaching it, we're talking about it, but we don't have it. We don't, we don't know our value. Therefore, we have self-worth issues. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of us have self self-worth issues due to 
social conditioning, or personal beliefs. If you believe that you are just a humble vessel for God to use and give it, give it, give it, that's not the energy of God. God is prosperous. God is limitless. God is abundant. God is everything, Alpha and Omega. If you're coming from a place of, I have to help people who can't afford me, then understand that your life is going to be one where you can't afford much. Now, my motto on that is charge your worth and then you have room to help the people who cannot afford you. I give away a crap ton of free content. Everything on my YouTube channel is free. Every podcast I make is free. If people give me gifts or send me love offerings or seeds, etc., I'm so thankful for that. But this is basically free content. And I want to do that, right? But I'm going to tell you that if I was not making money in my spiritual practice, I wouldn't have time to do that. Because I would be too worried about how I'm going to pay my bills. Who going to feed me? Who going to pay for my car payment? How am I going to, where's my clothes going to come from? How am I going to maintain my office? I would be too in my head. Money gives you the freedom to be the best that you can be because you're not worried about it. So we have to recognize and overcome the self-worth issues to create a, ha a healthier relationship with money and abundance. If we don't have a good relationship with money and abundance, we're not going to attract it anyway, right? So if you don't believe you deserve it, if you don't believe you're worthy of it, if you don't believe you need it, a lot of us will say we don't need money because we don't have it and we want to make up an excuse why we don't have it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this. The universe and spirit all know that that's BS. They're like... You can't trick us. Stop trying to trick yourself and say you don't want something that you do. Because the minute you say you don't want it, you're pushing it away from you. Simple, simple, simple. You can cultivate a positive mindset and affirm your value every single day. The fact that spirit is using you to change the life of someone else makes you very, very valuable. I'm going to tell you another story. I was struggling with charging for intensives that I do. So I offer these things called intensive, VIP intensive days, where I go to the person or me and the person meet in a common location and we stay together for three days. And within this three-day period, we work on all of their stuff. It's me, them, and the angels, period. There's work, there's meditation, there's crying, there's releasing, there's hugging. There's all kind of stuff that happens in these intensives, right? And I remember the very first intensive I did, I lowballed myself. Now, I'm, I'm going to keep it, keep it honest with you. I'm very going to, you know, you girl going to be transparent. I lowballed myself because I, first of all, thought that the number I had in my head, my client wasn't going to pay. That was the first thing. The second thing was I wanted to do this so bad because it gave me the ability to be seen and show up like, like I had something to prove, my self-worth, my issues with my work. 
I I lowball myself and she was like, oh, that's all? Oh, I thought you were going to charge me this amount. I was ready to pay that. Okay. I went and the intensive was amazing. I mean, it was really amazing. She had breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. She now has a six six-figure business. She has a six-figure business and she's moved up in her company, get ready to quit her job and go full-time in her business. And I thought about that. And after that intensive, she said to me, she said, Fran, this was worth so much more. She says, and because I know the value of what I got, she said, this is what I was willing to pay. She said, if you do another intensive, you should never charge anybody this. And when she gave me the envelopes, she had given me extra money. So she had to put a deposit down. When I got there, she paid me when it was done. And she gave me $3,000 extra. And I started crying because I realized I only, not only did I, undercut myself, but I undercut my value. I undercut my worth. I undercut everything about me. And it took someone else who saw me to tell me that, which is why I'm here telling you. Now I charge what my intensives are worth. And those who need me and value my service as well as value themselves will pay it. And those who don't, don't. I don't take it personally. You're here to do a job. You're here to do your work. You're here to operate in your purpose. Don't take it personally if somebody says that's too high. I've heard that a million times. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not the one for you. And I understand that. And that's okay. I hope you find what you need and you keep it moving. Because with everyone who tells you that that's too high, there's 10 people that are going to say, okay, sure, I'll do that. When you are nourishing the spiritual community, when you're nourishing the collective, because that's what we do. When we're, when we're in these positions, I call us spiritual transformers. I really don't call us healers. I call us spiritual transformers. Not that we're transforming people, but we're transforming the consciousness of how spirit flows, right? When you are nourishing that community and you recognize your worth, charging for your gift, you contribute to the overall growth and prosperity of the spiritual community, right? Because you can give back. You can do things. You can help people. You can sponsor people. You can do stuff that you could not do if you did not have any money. It's not all about material possessions, but maybe it's about helping someone who has children save their house. My business is a 100% women-ran business. Everybody that I hire is a woman. Um, I hire a lot of single moms because I'm very passionate about that. I was one. Um, everyone that I hire is a woman, right? Um, because that's where, that's what my purpose is, is to cultivate the consciousness and the prosperity consciousness of women. So if I wasn't making any money, I could not afford to pay these women that work for me. Wrap your head around that. All right. Also. As, as us, as spiritual practitioners, we're thriving. We want our community to be thriving, right? We want people to see us thriving so they understand 
what it means to be prosperous in spirit, what it means to be spiritual. And, 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 and when I say spiritual, I'm not talking about stuck up and spiritual. I'm talking about spiritual and rich. That's what I'm talking about. You want people to know, to see that living example of it is okay for me to love God, love my higher power, love myself, love you, and have a wonderful life at the same time. You don't have to change or trade one for the other. That's the whole thing. You don't have to be a, um, um, a spiritual practitioner or be rich. You can be both and it is okay to do so. It really is time for us to get our hands on and get money in the hands of people who will do good with it, right? For, for so long, there's been a lot of money circulating through the universe with people and some people do no good with it. Some people, we don't know what they do with it. But I know that it's time to get the money into the hands of the people who will do good. And that is people like you who are operating and walking in their purpose. All right, guys, I just had to share this today. I hope it helps somebody. Again, healers heal thyself. Start with that money mindset. You will not regret it. All right, guys, I will talk to you soon. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this podcast. Also, make sure that you follow me on all social medias, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, TikTok, Threads. I'm on it all now. It's either Angels with Fran or Fran Lee 4444. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I want to thank our sponsor, the Woo Woo Girl Collections, where they are elevating and evolving, evolving the spiritual consciousness. Make sure you check them out. I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.